Growing up in a family of women artists was obviously so impacting for me. I knew I was an artist and yet I wasn't showing natural talent <laughs> the way that other artists in my family were, but something in me knew I was an artist. And once I began to discover the heart of my own creativity, I realized how many other people who weren't necessarily talented were also artists. And so I became an advocate for all humans to be creative. And that really got things started because I realized that when we don't understand that we're creative and we don't express ourselves and practice self-expression, we're not who we truly are or who we could be. So art as a form of advocacy, activism, and awakening has been with me for a really long time. As time went on and the members of my family began to move into their future, I became the inheritor of untold number of incredible artifacts, whether that was from my mother, Eden, my mother's mother, Eden McLeod, or Sue's, Sue Hoya Sellers' legal guardian, Lenore Thomas Strauss, and then Sue herself, and my mom, Karen, I inherited so many incredible pieces of work, including from my aunt, Janet Seaforth. And I was like, wow, how do I steward this collection? So that is a part of it, is wanting to steward and tell the story of art that was happening in our own family. But that individual story was directly linked up to a larger story of art galleries and exhibits. I have had art galleries since my early 20s and really set up the space, sort of museum-like and also sanctuary-like, a real hybrid of an art gallery. I also grew up going to the museum. Sue and I would go on a regular basis from the time I was a child. It was a very important part of my curriculum growing up and some of my favorite memories going to visit art with her, including right before she moved into her future, getting to visit the Musée d'Orsay and the Louvre in Paris. Well, what was so striking to me was the missing artists who were women. Not art of women, but art of women by men. And when I began to learn about the statistics, Mary McDonald and I were studying and found out that less than 2% of women are represented in museums throughout the world in all across all venues. We also discovered in a particular year that based on the income that I had created from my paintings that I was in the top 10% of individual grossing artists in the United States according to statistics that we were exploring with our then gallery director Roberto de Perdomo. We were all really struck by the statistics of the lack of representation of women when women made up 50% of the artists. And then also my own success individually and how I was able to get my voice and work out and how I also represented hundreds and now thousands of other women's work. So all of this was an amazing mashup of inspiration and possibility but truthfully, underneath all of it, 
there is my own identity as a curator, as an art matriarch. I feel like, although I'm a writer and a painter and a teacher, curator is the closest to my identity. So you could say that I am the woman who gave birth to a museum because that was what was mine to do, to define a different conversation about art, about women and their families, about story, to have a place where the art was 98% women, to flip the statistic within our own company and community. From a legendary perspective, opening a museum seemed like the most legendary thing I could do. Every year in our community, we have a course called Legend. We're just completing Clan Kira, the legend for this year, year 15. And in Legend, you explore the story of your archetype. It's a legend composed of fact, fiction, and poetry. Opening a museum was the heart of my legendary story. And we were about to open the physical doors in 2020 when the world came crashing to a halt. And so with the support of many people, including Sarah Madell and specifically Amber Samaya Gould, we did the unthinkable. We opened a virtual museum. And with the support of Samrit Strachan and Lauren Adorno Weatherford, we opened a Black and Indigenous and Women of Color aspect of the museum. So... We just went for it, y'all. We didn't have funding. We didn't have training. We didn't have what you would normally think of you need in order to start it. But we did have a permanent collection, and we did have a big dream, and we did have thousands of artists to work with. And so the museum was born, and I am so glad.